Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The following is a fourth-hand production. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to another exciting week. I'm giddy. I'm, I'm giddy, David. It's another exciting week Jesus. for me as we head back <laughs> to God's gift of the weird. Your diary. Kentucky, you fuck. I was close. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, also known as Chicago, via Parts Unknown, Colorado. We are your hosts and 50% experts on all things Kentucky. I'm David Flora. He's Brent Hand. I see you forgot the most important parts of the show. Us. Yeah. Wait. Why 50%? Those are the bots. They suck the end. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely right. He said 50% because Mr. Flora here... For those of you uninitiated or unknown, such as these uh, bots here, it's from the land of Kentucky. You heard? Oh, the gift <laughs> that keeps on giving, man. I swear. Why, sir, I have to ask you, is Kentucky the proverbial cornucopia of weird? Kentucky is a place of variety. There are uh, many types of variety of the land. Uh, we got Lakes, rivers, forests, uh, hills, mountains, plains, trains, automobiles, <laughs> there's, there's planes, there's trains and other weird things like that. Newfangled, some may say, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, man, like here, here's the thing about Kentucky. There is at the same time, a ton to do and nothing to do. Yeah. And so you kind of got to invent your own. It's an outdoorsy. It's kind of like when we go to Tennessee. It's Lisa super and I go to Tennessee and we go there for so we do a lot of beach vacations and we'll do like these week-long vacations where we might go to Vegas or California. But when I say Vegas, like we drive and do other places and stuff like that. Yeah. When we go to you know, Tennessee or Kentucky or somewhere like that, it's a different style vacation. We're up in the woods, in the mountains, mm-hmm. we're staying in cabins, we're doing stuff like that, we're hiking, we're driving through stuff, doing trails and things like that. Um, it's just a a still a w- wild part of the country. Wild isn't the word I want to use, but it, you it, kind of feel a, what I'm stepping on there. Well, there there's a, a ton of rural 
um, areas and each one's unique at the same time. It's it, they're all alike. Like right. Kentucky's a state of dichotomies. It's, mm-hmm. it's just both things exist in at once. And, um, if you, if you love to hunt fish camp, that that's the state for you. But if you're like me and you like to, I don't know, play D and D backyard wrestle and play video games, <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's plenty of room for that too, man. Yeah. And if you want to make moonshine or meth out in the woods, hey, there's plenty of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it the the thing I think that uh I don't know if I want to call it stigma, but uh, the thing that a lot of people think of uh, when they think of Kentucky is still these the hillbillies, the 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 people that in the foothills of Kentucky that were still there in the 50s and 60s and 70s even that were still in their dirt floor places using outhouses and uneducated and oh, that's they're still kind there. Of, they are yeah. it's gone by the wayside compared to what it used to be but there are there are still some places like that and the prominently or it predominantly went out of fashion i don't know if that's the word uh with the expanse of education and, and things like that well, they're trying but to roll that back. So yeah, well, that it's still <laughs> this is the world we live in, and it's kind of an interesting uh, experiment. And that's why we look at there's so many fun things in this world of the weird that we've talked about on here, and we are heading back to Kentucky this week to talk inbreeding. Yay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, specifically, a case of inbreeding that led to. Uh, something interesting. The Fugit family. Fugit. It rhymes with nougat. Uh, one you mm-hmm. want to put in your mouth, the other one not so much. Exactly. Mm, <laughs> I, I went to college with a couple of Fugits. Did you actually. really? Actually, there was a teacher I had in high school that was a Fugit as well. That's pretty cool. They well, they weren't inbred. Well, were that, all nice that obviously not all nougats or Fugits <laughs> are inbred. Uh, but not only were the specific branch of them inbred to all hell, but they had a special trait. Uh, they lived, this family lived in the hills of Kentucky and were commonly known as the blue Fugits or the blue people of Kentucky. This is way before everybody started making portmanteaus of words like the cool <laughs> kids do. I mean, this is exactly set up to be bluegits. The bluegits. Ooh, that's the our, bluegits. Can we just Come on. can we just call them the bluegits from now on? The bluegit. That's what I'm doing. Bluegit. Bluegit. Sounds like when you have like a like you take some medicine. Do you take your tussin? Oh, mom, I don't want to take the tussin. Take it. Bluegit. You know, like bluegit. <laughs> That trait, though, that trait I was I was talking about, I mentioned, was a genetic trait that led to a blood disorder. Uh, you want to take this one? Sure. Um, methemoglobinemia. <laughs> it, what it is, it, it causes the appearance of blue-tinged skin. Fucking Smurf people. Come on now, that's we're not name-calling. Uh, they were inbred, though, so, you know. <laughs> and the, the it, was, it was a real problem. A yeah, it's a real problem because they also had to deal with uh, gargamelanoma. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I, I interestingly, they, when they talk about the uh, this skin condition, they say the appearance of blue tinged skin. Some of these people were blue. I mean, baba dee baba doo. Yeah, uh, they can't help having a trait. A person can't. That there's no faulting someone for having something like that, especially you know it, it gets handed down through your families and stuff like that. My mother actually had uh, this thing called, 
Lynch syndrome, which can cause you to have all sorts of cancers. It ended up, she died of it and it's bad. And it it was very common on her, on her side of the family. Now my father's side, it doesn't have it. My sister and I had to get tested for it. And it, you, if you get it, you can pass it on. If you don't get it, you can't thank God. And we were both negative for it. It was scary. It was like one of those things where, like, are we going to give it a death sentence or not? That's that's amazing. See, I always thought, uh, well, I mean, the good thing about that is you don't have that trait, but you do have the trait of uh, being having a good sense of humor. Whereas I have uh, the trait of being devilishly handsome, <laughs> and it's just something I got to live with. Oh, oh. just got to live with it. Who was it? Who could it possibly be? Was it? Oh, I don't know. David Flora. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. We're talking about these traits. You can't help having a trait. They could have helped by not fucking each other and keeping the trait so prevalent, though. Yeah, you don't have to add extra traits mm-hmm. to the tree here. Um, but then there's, <laughs> we're going to find out that also is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy of why they were doing that. It's, it's this whole um, comedy of errors. I hate to use the word comedy. But uh, it's a hell of a trait to pass on from from one another and something that is hard to hide. We're going to go to break real quick and we come back. It's Inbred Science Hour. <laughs> on Nova. <laughs> Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing. I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor. And we use it. Rosetta stone. They're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, it's like. What are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and Mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Someone, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. (laughs) If you get lifetime access to all of that and there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. A today. Okay. Well, David, it is time to break out the old Fugit family tree. Tell us about them, if you will. It's just a post. (laughs) It's just a 
stump. That took you a second. It's an incredibly <laughs> wide, wide stump. It doesn't go very high. Oh, my God. <laughs> Luckily, they couldn't fall out of the ugly tree and hit every branch of the way down because there's no branches. That's right. They were all themselves. <laughs> they were impaled. Amazingly this is so uh, terrible. Hot. This is terrible. We're, we're going to hell for this. Anyway, uh, tell we'll us a little bit company. about the family and uh, how it started and where it got to. Well, let's start with uh, Martin Fugit and Elizabeth Smith, who had married and settled near Hazard, Kentucky around 1820. Sadly, though, I want to throw this out there. This is Hazard, Kentucky, not Georgia. Or this could be the Blue Dukes, <laughs> but that's another story for another day. That's right. The, these guys uh, were keeping the curves curvy, and uh, they keep they kept the the hills uh, rounded. <laughs> Someday melanoma might get them, but the law never will. <laughs> Hazard Hazard uh, Hazard High School was a big uh, competitor to us in marching band. Oh, really? And the funny thing about it is. And this was just when I was going to school, but they only had like 15 kids in the band. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, you got to have at least 50 kids to, to have a, well, that's the a school. decent uh, you know, show on the some field. Some of these schools have like 5, 10, 15, 20 kids a, cl- yeah. a class. Not a class. I mean, that's that year's class. That's the graduating year. Yeah, class that's the graduate. of, of 19. So, yeah. Hazard was famous for being super tiny, but good. Like they oh, were wow. all good uh, musicians, uh, and their shows were were pretty decent. Like it's, it was a I don't weird know. Band, band's though, a whole different world. Well, of the fifteen kids that they had, twelve of them played banjo. So <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing when you got that all in harmony. But um, anyway, um, Marty and Liz just so happened to both be carriers of this recessive methamo. Globinemia. Here, let me look this up real quick. I'm going to see. I bet online it will tell us. Methemoglobinemia? Is that your, is that your. I'm I'm guessing um, hemoglobin is in there with the globe. Nemia. Nemia is like a deficiency. All right, here we go. Here we go. Methemoglobinemia. One more time. Methemoglobinemia. They're not saying the, the. Shorthand, which is just the meth. Yeah, gene. which I went through with meth. Yeah, methemoglobinemia. Methemoglobinemia. Well, well, I mean, that makes sense. Iridocyclitis. Like <laughs> Boom. H. They call it med H. Scientists med call H. it med H because they can't even say it. <laughs> I mean, I. It's it's the meth gene. Come yeah, on, and it's, it's still the prevalent. Met H. Oh my God, Kentucky has the meth gene. <laughs> Uh, anyways, four of their seven children exhibited blue skin. Yeah. Okay. And this, it's not something that's just a skin color, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a disorder that can cause heart abnormalities and seizures if the amount of methemoglobin in the blood rises above 20%. But the ranges between 10 and 20% can cause blue skin without other symptoms. Interestingly, so this would not be such a bad thing if it wasn't for the fact that that continued sexy time within the very limited local gene pool. And when you do that, it'll always ensure that the gene gets passed on because you're you're banging carriers. And this gene pool was kept very shallow because they were all banging each other. Why? Well, it's kind of simple. They were embarrassed by their blue skin, so the families retreated 
even further from society, even from these hill country people and only um, exacerbated the problems because they only interacted with themselves for a period of time. Uh, they became cut yeah. off from contact with the, the whole wider population. They married cousins, aunts, and other close related people. And it greatly increased the odds of inheriting that condition when you both are characters, carriers, <laughs> characters, <laughs> that too. <laughs> so it's no surprise that uh, so many of these descendants of the, the Fugits were born with the meth gene, meth gene. <laughs> Quote, if you took any random person in the population, maybe one in a hundred thousand would carry this gene, if that many. End quote. Says Ricky Lewis, a science writer and author of the textbook, Human Genetics, Concept and Applications. I feel like one in a hundred thousand is kind of high. Yeah, yeah. You know, this I, yeah, higher yeah. than I would suspect. Um, and then that, that was, that's followed up by the other quote, if you're marrying your cousin, it's one in eight <laughs> Yeah, and the risk skyrockets if you're sharing blood. Yeah. So this is back a hundred plus years ago, but descendants with this gene continue to live in the area around uh, troublesome Creek and ball Creek into the 20th century. Are you familiar with troublesome Creek and ball Creek at all? I'm not. No, no, that's too There's bad. There's a bunch of creeks in Kentucky. <laughs> and I don't think anyone's going to be surprised about this, but people talk, especially when they talk about there's a whole family of people that have blue skin living out in the woods, which sounds like a lie. And then everyone's like, nah, I seen it. I yeah, seen I seen it. it. <laughs> seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. So they eventually they came blue. <laughs> These blue people over, blue there, over, that, God's over that other over that other holler, it's just like it's blue grass and blue people. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky <laughs> is known for its blues. Well, they eventually came to the attention of this nurse named Ruth Pendergrass and her colleague, Doctor Madison Cowain the Third, I believe, C A W E I N the Third. He uh, he was a hematologist at the University of Kentucky's Lexington Lexington Medical Clinic. We know so much about their condition and everything because these two made a very detailed study of the ancestry, the condition, and the kind of the whole family. The family was willing to get help. That's important. And uh, Madison found a report from 1960 by a public uh, health doctor, E.M. Scott, who published in this Journal of Clinical Investigation, which I celebrate its entire back catalog, (laughs) His research on the phenomenon among native Alaskans, it can happen with the the people from there. Again, remote, smaller gene pool, things like that. And it was based on a theory that a deficiency of the enzyme diaphorase is the cause of the oxygen deficiency in red blood cells, causing the blood to appear brown, which in turn made the skin of those affected appear blue. It's so simple. It's it's so (laughs) simple. I mean, come on. Robot. It is a a party. In turn, then, uh, our good doctor treated the family with methylene blue, which eased their symptoms and reduced the blue coloring of their skin. And in turn, then, he eventually published his research in the Archives of Internal Medicine in 1964. And you can find a link in the show notes if you want to delve deeper into it. He kind I of know you guys book. like laying in your hammocks and reading <laughs> medical research. The archives papers. of internal medicine. You can't hide it. <laughs> you We're not sons of bitches. I know it. I know you love it. 
Go ahead. Go for it. All right. We're not stopping you. Keep- we ain't stopping you. It's a nice little treat for you guys. Go on. Read their medical journals. We don't care. Ooh, a new medical journal. The adventure begins again. <laughs> All right, Mr. Flora. Tell us what happened to the, the fugits with the blue skin. Well, there's a fellow by the name of Benjamin Stacy. He was born in 1975. And he's the last known descendant of the Fugits to have been born exhibiting the characteristic blue color of the disorder. Though he quickly lost his blue skin tone, exhibiting only blue tinges on his lips and fingertips. You know, if he was cold or all uh, a dither, (laughs) if he was agitated in any way. How cool would it have been if it was green when angry? That's a missed opportunity. (laughs) You know, if they got to turn blue, why can't it have been green? What if uh, it would, if you had too much iron, maybe that would do it? Too much iron. I don't know. No, that's how Magneto uses you to escape from prison. Too much iron in your blood. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, God. Missed opportunity on all of these. Uh, there are other Americans who have inherited this this uh, uh, this blood disorder. And some have tried to prove that they have uh, fugate ancestors, but searches for direct links have so far proved inconclusive because, spoiler, there weren't a lot of paperwork when people are in the backwoods of Kentucky banging out children <laughs> and then some of them move away and it's hard, you know, they they don't have the best uh, paperwork. Uh, we also should note most of the Fugits lived long and healthy lives. That's important to say the bluest of the Fugits, the one that they say was just, just stark. A walking. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she got killed at a chocolate factory later. That's how bad she was. <laughs> they rolled her away. Luna <laughs> Stacy, she had 13 children and lived to the age of 84. So even though this can cause issues, it didn't really, they had a high enough amount to be blue, but a low enough amount to not have the other issues. The doctor, Calvin the third, he died in 85, but the family charts and blood charts that was and blood samples led to a sharper understanding of recessive diseases that only surface of both parents carry a defective gene. That's kind of an interesting thing that this family who had this issue and it plagued them for so long, they allowed these doctors to come in and study them. And then it led to understandings of diseases and how they spread and how we can work with them. So silver lining. Yeah. It's a blue lining actually. Blue, bluish silver, bluish silver, (laughs) colloidal Colloidal silver silver lining. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of colloidal silver, we're going to go to break again and we come back. We're going to talk all sorts of Alex Jones, and how you (laughs) yourself can turn yourself blue from the comfort of your own home with some Gwyneth Paltrow intervention. If you need it, that's coming up after the break on hysteria 51. Blue goo. So what's that you said during the break there? You're jealous and you wish you had a blue pallor? Are you blue with envy? <laughs> I'm blue. If I OD, I will die. If I OD, or whatever the hell he said. Um, <laughs> I think that's right. I think that's perfect. Yeah. I, I thought it was Eiffel 66 for a second. <laughs> if you feel cheated that you don't have a beautiful blue hue, well, worry not, intrepid listener. There is still hope for you. As we we promised before we went to break, what is the secret ingredient <laughs> that they can add to the slurry to make themselves blue? Your at-home bluening kit. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the piece they need? The, the piece to the resistance that'll do it. Well, that'll be colloidal silver. Yes. Enter one, Mr. Paul Carrison. So if you watch daytime TV at all, or you did back in the day, you might've caught this cat on a ton of stuff like the today show and uh, lots of other stuff in the yachts. Like in 2008, I know he was on the today show, but he kind of made the rounds. Paul was 57 at the time. And he told all the people watching at home, uh, he saw an ad in a magazine showing an old Daisy brought back to life by nothing more than the power of the solution had been placed in silver ions and water. You sound like an infomercial. I'm trying, man. If if Alex Jones can get the amount of money we just found out he was making, I mean, bring <laughs> on, bring on the pecker powder or whatever the hell we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you should you should start that. Hey, who wants pecker powder? <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, Mr. Paul, now this guy we're talking about, he literally looked, this is not a joke. He looked like Papa Smurf. His skin was bright, bright, bright blue. And he had white hair and a beard, uh, white beard, <laughs> white hair. He said the flower looked freshly cut. So Paul bought a device to make his own colloidal silver at home. Always fun. New hobbies. Yeah. Right. Well, this one kind of didn't work out for him. One thing led to another, and soon he was drinking, much like Iron Man in that episode where he's got to like keep the stuff. Oh, yeah. 10 ounces uh, a day for the tumbler of colloidal silver-infused water, hoping to improve his general health. Now, oh, uh, and dabbing it on his face for his dermatitis, you know, for good Good measure. <laughs> and he did this not for a few days or weeks or after a few years of this regimen, he had developed a incredibly severe case of what doctors called Argyria, yeah. which is a blue grayish discoloration of the skin and mucous membranes, which looked just like the fugates. It was crazy. It is literally caused by excessive exposure to chemical compounds of the element silver. Not just like ingesting it. If you worked in like a silver mine, you get the silver dust. Um, and he had that in spades because he's drinking the shit every day for sure. years. Drinking it, rolling in it, <laughs> just bathing, dabbing it, doing dabs of colloidal silver. <laughs> just, yeah. Anyway, plus, oh, and doctors say more research is needed, but they believe that Argyria can cause loss of kidney function. Plus, a lack of night vision, likely due to damaged rods in the eyes from the exposure to silver or silver dust particles in the ocular region. Now, if you guys happen to look up Argyria online, there are a ton of bright blue people having their eyes like hold down so you can see like their eyes are blue. I don't mm. mean like blue. I mean all of it. It's it's yeah. it's a rough thing <laughs> to look at. It is... Uh, I know. Did you look these up at all? Did you, are you familiar I, with Paul? I've seen them. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I think it inspired James Cameron. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, in another 15 to 20 years, we're going to get a sequel to that. Anyway, this just goes to show, man, if you're going to dabble in alternative medicine, you really, really need to do your research. And the problem is you got people like Alex Jones and Quinneth Paltrow and others still hawking this shit to this day. Go mm. to Whole Foods and you can find it. Um, Why is that? Why is that so prevalent, do you think? Uh, laziness. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, I don't know, it, it's, 
another quick solution to something or they think it it promises a quick solution and it it also gives people a sense of uh i know better yeah for from other people i i i am in on this Uh, you don't understand you know i i feel more secure in my personality and my my own knowledge that i am above this and i'm um uh, you you noobs out there who aren't doing this you know i'm I, you're on a different level and that level is lower than mine i'm better than you i need this <laughs> i think also too you have these people that are celebrities or important to you the the proverbial you telling you to do these things and it almost makes you feel like you're in the know you know what yeah, i mean yeah that's yeah that's exactly it or you're, you're part of a tribe or you have and i'm not saying anyone listening to this is part of this but Maybe you have a less than average IQ and you are easily swayed. And then you have these people that are taking in good faith. They're using you and saying, oh man, you gotta, you gotta use this stuff. It's, it's amazing. This powder, this thing, this everything. And it has not been cured by the FDA. It's not been cured by anyone, but their own pocketbook. The FDA is compromised. They're corrupt. Well, aren't they? So any, anything that they approve or say you need to do the opposite of anyway. So are you saying that we shouldn't take the U S government's word at, you know, just at face value. You heard it here first. <laughs> you know, what's funny. I, um, a listener of mine on blurry photos, uh, uh, going by the handle gray cat, uh, actually sent me a bar of colloidal silver soap as a, as a gift, a joke gift. Or, so did you, you should just use it on your penis for as long as possible <laughs> and then just have your wife be like, what the hell? I don't know, baby. I don't know. I just don't Old know. Blue dick. <laughs> I don't know why, uh, that was where my mind went. I don't like the fact that my mind went to your penis, but it did. <laughs> it's like a magnet, man. I don't know. Baby, I blewed my own penis. <laughs> <laughs> How about a blue job? <laughs> <laughs> now that we have three of you left, well, let's keep going. <laughs> no, seriously, though. You know, we're looking at the, these people. I don't know if you guys have watched this whole Alex Jones stuff coming out in the, the news lately. Did you see the amount of money that he's making? Like $800,000 a day on some of the, the, the times when they were they were pushing stuff from his, um, you know, whatever you call it, his shop. His, his sure. non-medical medical supplies. His online merchant space. Yeah, yeah. It's not just with him or, or Gwyneth Paltrow who's, who's, who tells you you should really drink alkaline water and throw a couple slices of lemon in there for taste. <laughs> <laughs> she literally told yep. people to do that. You know? uh, why, it's a nice thing to do while you're steaming your vagina. Sure. Yeah. Sticking rocks or... Jade or whatever it is. It's called goop, and I'll ask you to address it proper. (laughs) Anyway, silver's been popular for a long time. Tell us about uh, uh, some of the ancient times and their their shenanigans with silver. I shouldn't say shenanigans. They did a better job than some of the people today. (laughs) I mean, there there is a basis in this that comes from a non-scientific... Uh, understanding of it that turned into a scientific one, but mm-hmm. it's been favored as a defense against infection since ancient times. Yeah, I think that that has to do with uh, bacteria and stuff can't handle it or can't survive on the surface of it anyway yeah. for for very long. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in AD 78, silver slag, the stuff left over from smelting silver, was reported that it, quote, has healing properties as an ingredient in plasters, end quote. So I guess, you know, it just radiates healing on your walls. <laughs> uh, Cyrus the Great, king of Persia from 550 to 529 BC, stayed healthy by drinking only boiled water stored in silver flagons. And that's mm-hmm. according to Herodotus. Um, and he said mule-drawn carts laden with silver urns followed King Cyrus whithersoever, whithersoever he went. <laughs> I, I got you. Um, <laughs> I like it. I don't, there was no, okay, it was just the water that was uh, stored He just in stored silver, it in silver flagons, yeah. That but, was boiled and then drank, so, because there's no reports of him being blue, so. So I think what they're saying is, so it was, they'd have this water left out all the time and it was easy to get bad shit in it, but he just so happened to keep his in silver, which kept microbes and things away. So he was Uh, healthier than a lot of people at the time. And now they've looked back on it and said, oh, because he kept it in water, the water in silver. So microbes and things didn't have the time to, to form in those, those chalices (laughs) and things like that. If he's also boiling it, then that's doubling it up. Right. Right. Uh, what a crazy healthy. man. Boiling his water before he drinks it. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> uh, during the Middle Ages, monks popularized the use of silver nitrate, a salt formed by reacting silver with nitric acid to treat ulcers and burns. Now, spoiler alert, relative to other pre-modern health tips, these were actually pretty good ideas because... Yeah. As scientists discovered once they finally figured out germ theory, silver does have germ-fighting abilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that I add silver nitrate and colloidal silver to all of my bullets just in case. Oh, just in case. Why just not? Just in case. Uh, well, I mean, that's that's another uh, thing that, um, you know, is a, a whole different branch of this, what we're talking about, is silver as a protective um, Yeah substance as well you mm-hmm. know um the exact mechanism by which it attacks bacterial cells still isn't clear but scientists have some guesses they're leaning towards the same fairies and pixies that shuffle the cards in tarot <laughs> i think they say just scrub the walls for you when you're uh, drinking from silver because why not why not <laughs> Silver is most toxic to microbes in its ionized form. That is uh, the chemical symbol mm-hmm. AG, which is argentum, AG positive, which is the ion of it, same mm-hmm. as those silver nitrate salts. That seems to deactivate important microbial enzymes and potentially screw with DNA replication, Ooh. which, as you can imagine, yeah, kind of dangerous to play around with. <laughs> Ah, CRISPR. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want the silver package? Yeah, please. Uh, In 1999, the FDA declared that over-the-counter products containing colloidal silver ingredients were misbranded and not generally recognized as safe, banning its sale as an over-the-counter drug. Yeah, right. 
Right. What does that What does that mean, Brent? It just means it sits on the shelf in a different part of the pharmacy as a supplement now instead of a medication. So you can't sell it as a medication, but people can still buy it as a supplement and turn yourself blue or poison yourself or do any other fucking sort of nonsense because you heard some. There is nothing wrong with going out and researching and trying to look into other forms of of you know holistic medication as long as you're not hurting yourself you mm-hmm. can that's the point um you know a lot of this stuff has been trial and error over a long time but we now know the trial and the error and maybe people sometimes don't always look into that so um mm-hmm. also i think a lot of the problem is people go well also the people the drug pharmacies are evil which they are so it's kind of a double-edged yeah. sword here is there some magic fruit out there that's going to cure you? Probably not. But, you know, do your do your homework. Do your research. A cursory glance online is more than a lot of people do, especially when they're watching InfoWars or Gwyneth Paltrow. And she goes, oh, put this in your coffee every morning and you'll live to be 106. <coughs> Sorry. Sure. Another clot I just spit up. You know, I don't think she's actually spitting up clots, but uh, she's just, you know, don't go to her for your health advice. Please, dear God. Anyway. Yeah. Celebrities listening to celebrities. Huh. Don't fuck your aunt or your first cousin or anything like that. Um, please, especially if they have any weird, uh, well, I shouldn't say especially, uh, period, <laughs> but especially if they're blue or any other, uh, un, unheard of color that shouldn't be. <laughs> um, but that's just me. What are you doing? Step blue. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I don't know, man. Uh, will we ever see another family like the, the Fugits, do you think, because of stuff like that? Or are we uh, progressed past that? Uh, I would say we're we're probably past it, but I'm sure there are little enclaves of people who are isolated from society and don't want anything to do who could uh end up this way yeah, I, I mean or maybe outside of america or in, in other countries and things could, like that could be that um but still like even if you've got an isolated inbred family one of them has to be that one in a hundred thousand to well, get to or to two get of them mutation. really for it to be such a thing it was just so happened well yeah and and then two of them have to 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 keep it going you know yeah, like, unfortunately, like way back in the 1800s, 1820, Martin Fugit and Elizabeth Smith both were carriers. They had two kids, and they had two kids, and they had two kids <laughs> is, with is each that other. Not the <laughs> like kind of the craziest part of it, though, that there were two people that had this, right? This this gene that yeah, uh, they come or, came over to America them. and got married and. And all of a sudden, the Blue Hills of Kentucky are born. <laughs> blue moon. <laughs> the blue moon of Kentucky. Keep on shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, if you want to do it and you want to do this at home, well, you know, I wouldn't advise it, but you can <laughs> recreate it. Uh, yay! You know, a Mr. Wizard style uh, with just a. Uh, a few ounces of colloidal silver infused water every day for a few years, and you two can have a blue pallor and go on the Today Show. How fun! Did that dude stop? 
Did he get back to normal? So he was 57 in 2008. So he's got some age on him. Now, um, he died in 2013 at 62. Uh, A heart attack led to pneumonia and severe stroke. He was a heavy smoker and underwent a triple bypass in 2008. And uh, nope, he never stopped. He continued to use colloidal silver until his death because he thought, Uh, fuck the blue. Um, Sexy. He really backed the blue. Yeah, he really did. Like, he was on TV, you know, and people were like, dear God, you're blue. And then he... (laughs) Did it until he died. That's a, that's a. Uh, he didn't really uh, get a chance to see if he'd return to normal. <laughs> right. Sounds yeah. Like. He never stopped. He never stopped. So uh, you're on television because you have done this to yourself. Eh, you know, let's, let's keep it going. Doesn't that <laughs> just blow your mind? I don't know. Guys, have you ever seen anyone that was blue or do you know anyone that's blue because they've had, and it can be, a lot of it can just be because you have this thing and it, it is prominent in your blood. Um, let us know. You can let us know by, well, number one, hopping on Facebook and looking up Hysteria Nation. That is our Facebook discussion group or facebook.com slash Hysteria 51 pod. That is our regular Facebook page. Tweet to us at Hysteria 51 pod. Talk to us about it on our Discord server. There's a link to that in the show notes, as well as Patreon. You can get Up All Night's Mad Blur Hysterias, Cafeteria 51s, lots of radio dramas, fun photos, all sorts of shenanigans on there. Voicemail, 773-669-7277. Again, 773-669-7277. Or you can go to our webpage, Hysteria51.com, and... There is a microphone on there. You can click it and leave a voicemail and you can find all these links and much, much more outside of that, sir. What you got going on in the blurry side and quiz, quiz, bang, bangy side of the world. Same old stuff. Uh, still doing uh, deep dives on these same types of topics on blurry photos, blurryphotos.org to find all that stuff. Um, Listen, this guy.org <laughs> thinks he's well, better than us. It's cause there's a dude named Jason Lee who's got blurryphotos.com and it's a photography thing. So, and he's still got it. Oh yeah. Not Jason Lee, the, the skateboarder turned movie star (laughs) who was in all the Kevin Smith movies. Right. (laughs) I, yeah. But anyways, never, never had a chance and he's still bobbing around. Uh, It's been 10 years for both of us. So (laughs) we're just waiting for the other one to die, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch, Jason Lee. (laughs) I'll I'll outlive you out of spite. Uh, Quizbang still get your trivia fix with uh, practice questions three times a month. And then once a month we do uh, the format of those questions in a uh, competitive two-on-two episode and it's usually just a lot of fun we we like to just hang out have fun tell some jokes along with the trivia or if you're like me who suffers from anxiety incredibly incredibly painful when i'm like ah jesus i know this but i can't i can't come up with it on (laughs) (laughs) i would i watch jeopardy at home i'm like loser got it oh yeah and then if you like i go and i play like trivial pursuit with people and i'm like i don't know anything because i just like i i clam up or something your brain just shuts off man in when when you're in a uh, a situation where you're being mm-hmm. asked to do it. If you weren't asked, you'd know all the answers. That's yeah, yeah. Or at least the ones I should know. That's what gets me mad is when I'm like, name oh, yeah. your wife. Oh fuck, I've met her. Um, 
Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So quiz, quiz, bang, bang. That's where you find the trivia stuff. So that's what I got going on. Sweet. Well, that's been our thoughts on all things blue. <laughs> if I OD, I will die. I don't know. That's dumb. <laughs> I OD, I will die. <laughs> With that said, I've been Brent. I've been David. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.